0: Welcome to our Benediction Lutheran podcast for April the 19th of 2020, the second Sunday of Easter. We'll make our beginning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. We will begin with the intro for this second Sunday of Easter and the collect of the day. Like newborn infants, Long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up to salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. O give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name, let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. He remembers his covenant forever, the word that he commanded for a thousand generations. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up to salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. Let us pray. Almighty God, grant that we who have celebrated the Lord's resurrection may by your grace confess in our life and conversation that Jesus Christ is Lord and God, through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The gospel lesson for the second Sunday of Easter is from John chapter 20, verses 19 to 31. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone his sins, they are forgiven. And if you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. And so the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my fingers where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. A week later, the disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. The doors were locked. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus told them, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life. In his name. Grace, mercy, and peace be with all of you. From God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Our text today is what we heard three times from Jesus in that gospel lesson. Peace be with you. This text for the first Sunday after Easter is the perfect text for our world today. It seems like the whole world is under a lockdown. We are just like Jesus' disciples locked. In a small room with our families. Like them, we have a lot of fear of what might happen, and we might be getting on each other's nerves a little bit. In the midst of all of this, Jesus comes and he proclaims, Peace be with you. You know, we all have our fears. It says that the disciples were behind locked doors for fear of the Jews, they had just seen what happened to Jesus. One of their own had betrayed Jesus into the hands of his enemies. Within a few hours, he was dead. In less than a week, they went from singing Hosanna as he triumphantly rode into Jerusalem to running for their lives. And now they were afraid that someone would betray them. If the authorities found them, what would happen to them? They'd probably already heard the rumor that was going around that they had come during the night and stolen Jesus' body. You know that empty grave didn't give anyone peace. After the women were told that Jesus had risen by an angel, they ran from the grave in great fear. Mary Magdalene stood outside of the grave weeping. Luke writes that when the women went to the disciples with the news that Jesus had risen, they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter and John ran to the grave and found that it was empty, but they still did not understand. They were all filled with fear because they all thought that Jesus was still dead. And there is a lot of fear in our hearts today, too. The biggest one is that, like the disciples, we are afraid that we are going to die. Why are we all locked up in our homes? It is because we are afraid that we or someone we love will contract contract the coronavirus and die from it. If it were not for the number of people who die from this, we would be going on with our daily lives. The fear has become so great that I heard of someone freaking out this week when a child rode past her house on a bike and coughed. And the longer that this goes on, More of us are losing jobs. People who thought that their job was safe are losing them or are being asked to take a significant pay cut. And our sins trouble us. We have probably all said things that we regret to people in our homes. We have probably all found out that we are not the easiest people on earth to live with. We're all probably wondering when is this all going to end? If our eyes are not on Jesus, and his grace and his mercy for us, this will be a time of great fear. But Jesus did rise, and he proclaims peace. He proclaimed peace to his disciples. In the midst of the disciples' fear, suddenly Jesus stood among them and said, Peace be with you. I wonder if this greeting reminded them of Jesus' words as they were leaving for the Garden of Gethsemane. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. All around those words, Jesus would speak about his passion and what that passion would mean. And now that the disciples saw Jesus alive again, and he showed them his hands and his side, and suddenly they were filled with great joy. And the next thing that Jesus did was amazing. He sent them to proclaim the forgiveness of sins which he had just accomplished. And in that proclamation of the forgiveness of sins, peace is proclaimed to our hearts. There are many things that we need and that we fear, but peace really begins with the forgiveness of sins. We remember Jesus' wounds, and how he died for us while we were still sinners. In Holy Communion, we remember his sacrifice when we receive his body and blood, which were given and shed for the forgiveness of our sins. The first thing that he does is to cleanse us from those sins. There is no guilt and no condemnation because Christ bore our sins in our place. If God loved us so much that he gave us his Son, will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Nothing in this life, and not even death, can separate us from God's love. Christ rose from the dead, and that gives us the assurance that he is with us always, and that he will give us the gift of everlasting life through faith in him. And this peace that Jesus gives takes faith. The disciples were afraid that they would die because of their connection with Jesus. And do you know what would happen to all of them except for John? They would all die because of their connection with Jesus. But they had seen Jesus. He had filled them with the Holy Spirit. There was nothing and no one that could take away their peace. Peter knew that his complete denial of Jesus had been forgiven. Thomas knew that his lack of faith was forgiven. No matter what happened to them, they knew that God would be with them, and when their life on this earth was over, they were confident of the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ, their Savior. And Jesus gives us that same gift of peace through faith. I wish that I could tell you that none of you will get sick with the coronavirus. I wish that I could promise that none of you are going to lose your jobs. It would be great if I could assure you that no one that you love is going to suffer from this. It would be great if I could proclaim the prosperity gospel in good conscience that if you were to just send me $1,000, everything in your life is going to go great. But none of us knows what this life has in store for us. God's people go through times when God blesses us with many good things, but we also have times when our crosses are hard to bear. But when we look to Christ, he flattens the curve in our lives. When things are going well, we are tempted to find so much joy in the things of this world that we forget that they are fleeting and that the treasures that we have from Christ are the only ones that will last. And when troubles come, we are tempted to despair as if there were no hope at all. But Christ fills our hearts with a peace that passes all understanding. When things are going well, we know that even greater gifts await us in glory. And when things are tough, we know that God is with us and that our present sufferings can't be compared with the glory that will be revealed in us. In the end, It really is about the peace that passes all understanding. In a world of temptation and trouble, Christ comes with peace. May God fill us with his Spirit, that our hearts will be filled with that peace that only Jesus can give. Amen. And the peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto your life everlasting. Amen. Dear friends in Christ, because the governor has extended the Safer at Home, it appears as though we are going to continue with our online worship with the podcast and also the video sermons and the Bible classes that we are doing through Zoom. Our Sunday school is also working on a Sunday school curriculum for the kids, and we hope that that will also be up this weekend. Now, if you need anything, please feel free to give us a call or send me an email at pastor at benediction-lcms.org Let us pray. God of mercy, in these difficult days, fill us with your peace. Fill us with your spirit that we will trust in your word to believe in Jesus Christ, crucified for our sins and raised for our justification. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of grace, bestow upon your church your Holy Spirit and all the gifts that come down from on high. Grant to us faithful pastors who will faithfully preach and ears to hear your word proclaimed. Give us boldness in our witness before the world and courage to speak your name without fear. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of might, counsel the nations and their leaders as they navigate through this present crisis. Bless us with wise, faithful, and just leaders who will faithfully guard and protect all of their people and defend them from all enemies. Make us wise and discerning citizens who use the gift of liberty for noble purposes. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of love, teach us to love one another as you have loved us. Guide us so that in our neighborhoods and communities we may manifest the love of Christ as well as his strength. Deliver us from everything that will threaten our homes and our families. Protect the police, firefighters, disaster relief workers, and medical personnel who attend us, as well as the places where we live and work. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of comfort, Give your aid and relief to all who suffer, want, or need. To the sick and their afflictions, to those who are troubled in mind, and to those to whom death draws near. Heal and sustain them according to your gracious will. Preserve them in faith to eternal life. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. <clears throat> God of hope, be with those who grieve the loss of those whom they love. Point them to the promise of the resurrection and the gift of everlasting life to all who die in Christ. Deliver us from the distractions of this world that do not matter, that we may focus on the eternal gifts that Christ is won for us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.
1: Thank you.